Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Yes, to counseling inside the home with yours truly, Dr. Tracy Lee and Candace Murray. Okay. Yes, so I'm not alone tonight, guys. And it's a privilege and an honor that we have Candace Murray as our special guest, I would say co host for the night. Um, joining us with our topic, which is a unique and powerful topic, my recovery and healing journey. Um, as you all know, we've been on the topics and seasons of recovery and healing, and now we're dealing with the matters of our heart, but they all still work hand in hand. So as we have entered the season of the matters of our heart, we're still talking about recovery and healing. And I would like to introduce Candice to you all so you can hear her introduce herself and get started with you all tonight but I want to say happy new year and I pray and decree and declare that this year will be a year of prosperity and I'm not just talking about financial prosperity I'm talking about mental spiritual emotional and financial prosperity that this shall be a year where you deal with the matters of your heart where you just let go release whatever it is that's in your heart unto God and that you would trust God to take you on the journey. Trust God to lead you in the path of righteousness. Trust God to search your heart and to lead you in a way of everlasting life. So that is my prayer and decree and declarations for you guys, your lives on this year. So Candice, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yes. Well, amen to that. We received that and we, send all those blessings right back to you dr tracy amen yes um so yes thank you for having me i'm really excited to be here tonight as as you mentioned my name is candace murray i'm a real estate professional i'm appraiser in the state of new york where i'm born and where i was born and raised um i'm a lover of life i'm a lover i love god um i'm I'm just, I just feel so rich right now because I am a person who has experienced life. Um, I just love all things beautiful and I'm blessed to have a solid quality life uh, that is full of love, full of family and friends. Um, just, just, it's just um, great. So that's just sums me up. Amen. It's so interesting when we ask someone to tell us about themselves, you know, we have the humble ones that are just so short in words, <laughs> but um, I, there is, there's much that I can say about Candace tonight, but I'll probably say that for another time. However, I still want to add because I don't want to be, um, rob you all of who Candace is, but she is definitely a unique vessel of God, um, and I bless God for her life. I thank God for her life. And not just for her life, but for our connection. Um, in this season, as you guys are listening, it is very important that you find the right support, the right people in your corner. Um, and I must truly say that Candace is, she's one of those um, that's in my corner that I bless God for. And she's she has the presence of an angel. So I thank God for her life. Um, so I look forward to what she has to say that's going to help us break through 
tonight was going to help you all break through tonight and help you to get on your healing journey so that you can experience breakthroughs and, and that you can experience the light of God and the presence of God that you've probably never experienced before or experience it on another level. So yes, Candice, thank you. Thank you for being our guest on tonight. It's an honor and a privilege and thank you for being my Thank you, Trace, Dr. Tracy. I really I appreciate it. Um, we have such an interesting journey, and like when you were just speaking of me just now, I was just thinking about you. And you know, I always call I always say like you're the Jonathan to my David because we've just developed a love um, for one another through our relationship with God, and it's it's surely been a blessing. So I thank you, my, my sister. You're welcome, and I thank you. And I'll wait till the end to let let everyone know <laughs> <laughs> the fight. <laughs> we'll get there. We we we're gonna we're gonna do the laughter towards the end. But hopefully, we you know we'll just trust God for what He's going to do. And we've already opened up in prayer, so we trust that God is already here with us. Yeah. So again, we reintroduce to you all our topic: my recovery and healing journey. And the first question of the night, Candace, that I have for you is, or of the day, wherever you all are that's listening, um, what does recovery and healing means to you? Recovery to me means the returning back to oneself, your natural state, a natural state. And re um, it's basically regaining something that was lost, stolen, taken from you and Healing, I believe, is the process and the feelings that go along the journey of just requiring and repossessing those things. Amen. Amen. And that is the will of God for our lives, that um, we recover all things that the, the palmer worms and the locusts and mm. they stole from us. That's what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. So if that's the will of the Lord, then that should be our desires to be in a place of recovery and healing, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so can you tell me why are they important to you? Why are they both important to you? Oh, they're so they're so necessary. Um, it's like if you want to live a quality life, you have to kind of be, and I think we're all deserving of a, a quality life. And you have to kind of, no, not kind of, you have to be intentional about getting what you're deserving of, right? So I think what makes it challenging is healing. There's different forms and, and levels to healing, different elements. And I always tell myself, I think physical, it's when we could see what needs to be healed. It's like, okay, if you have a body part full enough, you know you got to go to the doctor and get it fixed. However, I think with mental and emotional healing, those are things that you can easily disguise, you can hide, you can easily escape from it. And let's be honest, healing isn't the prettiest journey, right? So I think that those you have to be a little maybe more intentional about because, you know, your mind like is a powerful tool. It could be a greatest blessing or it could be a worst weapon. So I think that um, as far as that goes, you know, you can hide your emotional state with a smile. You can go be on vacation feeling depressed. So these those are the those are the type of those are the elements I would say that are easy, you know, it's easy to run from and escape from. Um, but 
they're important. It's a matter of life and death at times, you know, when yeah. you really put it into perspective. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, you mentioned something about the mind and um, we'll talk about that in the next segment. But um, yeah, the mind is a very powerful place. Um, that is why God is always telling us to, or, or scripture always focuses on the mind, right? Our thoughts mm -hmm. think. And there's a scripture that I love. I absolutely love. I use it often as a man thinks, so is he. Mm -hmm. People don't understand it or don't understand the context of it or um, is frustrated with with the scripture in itself. But as it pertains to recovery and healing, if it's something that mm -hmm. you desire, something that you want, then obviously you bring your mind to it and you enter there. And I would like to point to the woman with the issue of blood. And she was with that issue for several years, right. the Bible tells us. But when she finally brought her mind to her healing, she finally brought her mind to Christ. When she brought her mind there, the scripture told us that her faith mm -hmm. healed her. By, by her faith, she was made. She was healed, yes. And so when we talk about healing and recovery, wholeness is the ultimate um, goal absolutely yeah right because yeah. she was healed the bible says she was made whole she's back on <laughs> right. nice little break um <laughs> isn't it interesting that the world always see the recording but there's so much more deeper I, I didn't realize i'm like oh shoot, this is crazy yes <laughs> in our very short one minute we had such a just touching um, connection. So, Aww. yeah, that was beautiful. Okay, so Kans, we were just, um, we just uh, completed the portion on why um, recovery and healing is important to you. And then you, you, you touched on the mind, which allowed me to actually, you know, go a little further on the mind because the mind is indeed a powerful place and the woman with the issue of blood displayed how powerful the mind was. Mm. Um, there was certain translation that talked about um, how she thought that if she touched the hem mm -hmm. of Jesus's garment, that she would be healed. So she thought it first. So she, her, she brought her mind there. So when I said she brought her mind there, I just mm -hmm. wanted the those that are listening to understand what I meant by that. The scripture said she thought that if she touches God, mm. which is the mind, when you think it's your mind, and that goes back to the scripture, as a man think, so is he. And it flows with our topic today on if this is what you want, mm -hmm. healed, and you begin to process that in your heart and your mind, that's exactly what God is going to give you because it's not God's will to rob us of healing he was wounded for our transgressions the body right. he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace were upon him and by his stripes the bible tells us that we are healed amen. amen amen so how is recovery and healing significant to your life candace so um there was a pivotal point in my life where 
healing and recovery were the hardest, but they were the most important things that needed to be done. Um, and as I mentioned, it, it's like a matter of life and death, right? So um, August 2017, uh, my life took a turn, unexpected turn. So I'm just going to paint a picture. And what I, what I could think of, of is 28-year-old Candace um, living her best life. She has the bestest of friends, and um, their names are Melissa and Janelle. And we're traveling all over the world. We're turning up. We are just on fire for life. There's a lust that can't even be described. And what was even better is that our love for one another was even more powerful, right? So um, there was an evening in which um, my friend Melissa, she was traveling for a trip to Guatemala. And my friend Nels and I, we're going to link up to, you know, we, we always did a send off as much as we saw each other and always talked. We just knew that whenever one person was traveling, we just had to link up sometime in the week just to say our goodbyes. So that's what we did. And what turned into a night of us just being with, enjoying one another's presence. I remember my friend Nels, she had some edibles that we were going to try and enjoy later on. <laughs> and Mel is packing aimlessly, just throwing random stuff in a suitcase. So that was that was it. And this was pure joy. This is joy. It doesn't get better than the life that I'm living. Wow. And um, in the blink of an eye, everything that I once knew completely um, was like torn, like ripped from my chest. And um, I, the, it just turned a few hours later, or let's just say the blink of an eye, um, my best friends, they lost their lives, as well as um, Melissa's mother, Ms. Vanderhall, and Tracy. We're talking about recovery and healing. Yes, yes. This, yes. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get, you don't fall hard on your face in this. You know, I didn't, I never knew a pain like this. I never knew devastation after experiencing, experiencing their loss. And yeah, it was a blow. It was a complete blow. Wow. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Thank you for checking in. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, um, you know, when we talk about recovery and healing, it's, I, I didn't have time to even think about, um, I really didn't have time to think about anything else because it's not because of what I knew best, mm -hmm. but um, God just had some people in my life that mm -hmm. they pressed go and they had their foot, it's like foot on the neck, like they were applying real pressure Wow. They pushed me to, they pushed me to the journey. They pushed me on the path of healing and recovery. Wow. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> okay. So we, at this, at this moment, we just, we just thank God for life and we continue to send prayers and love to the families um, of um, Janelle Simpson and the Vanderhall. So we send love and prayers continually. Um, yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for life. And thank you, God, for Candace's life. Yeah, so 
you mentioned support. And when you said that, what I thought about was the man who couldn't carry himself to be healed. Mm. So there were four guys. Mm -hmm. I don't recall if the scripture said they, these four guys were his friends or not but hey if they they weren't they became friends that night right right, right. <laughs> and they carried him into the sanctuary into the temple yes and what because you you talked about the extreme of their push you said you the way you described it you said you know stepping in next type of push what <laughs> pressure type of push pressure. and and what i thought about was the fact that these four men the Bible says they they went in in the roof, so they right how tall these buildings were, or what extent they had to actually carry a man from ground level to roof level back into mm -hmm. out of the sanctuary. So that's pressure, and that's why it's so important. It is so important that we find or we surround ourselves with the right support, the right people that are going to not just allow you to stay in a place of depression, to stay in a place of, of frustration and, 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 and stay in that low place, but they're going to comfort you because the Bible says he comforts those who mourn, but then they're going to tell you because mm -hmm. that's, that's what our daddy Jesus does. He, he, he don't, he don't just comfort us. He's going to say, get up now, get up and uh -huh. go. Just like what he did to Joshua. Yeah. And when you say get up and go, it's so, it's so interesting because um, I'm just thinking when we're talking about support and pushing and pressure, you know, this is, these are things that my friends would, would do even for me. Like I remember I would like, I called Mel one time and I was like, Mel, like, you know, I was crying because I got fired from my job. And yes, I, I don't tell a lot of people that, but I got fired from this one job. Mm -hmm. and she was like, okay, so like, what's next? And it was like straight pressure. She was like, you didn't even like that job. Like, why are you crying? Mm -hmm. Elsie used to always tell me if I was ever discovered, she was like, Candace, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So when I'm thinking now, I'm like the people that they surrounded themselves with because they were a blessing to people, Amen. people wanted to be a blessing to me because I've blessed people throughout my life's journey. People wanted to show up for me. And I'm just like, how did y'all even know how to do what you're doing? Like, it, it was just really amazing. And it just shows you that it's really the, the, the God just really just placing, just just do his hand was always in the process, whether I chose to see it or not. Mm -hmm. And while I'm talking to you, I'm realizing that like everything, like there was just so much going on, you know, behind the scenes. Wow. Yeah. That, you know, you just... You got to thank God for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we thank God for all support you've been connected to. And again, for, for their lives. I remember writing a song for them. And that's what I remember. They travel. You guys traveled a lot. So a part of the lyrics was just talking about the life that they live and the breath that they, they breathe here. Mm -hmm. We'll always remember. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so let us pause for a moment. It will be another short moment. Okay. Okay. Hello, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Again, welcome back, everyone. We we just take little short breaks just so that we can give you this very clearly. Um, Candice, we talked about um, how recovery and healing is significant to your life. Uh, what I want to talk about now is how did we get to recovery in your life? How do we actually get there? Or what does it look like, actually? What does it look like now in your life? So um, it's definitely had its phases. And um, the interesting thing about recovery and about healing is that we always have these indicators within ourselves that tell us, okay, something is wrong, you know? And then there could be another day where you feel perfectly fine and you just never know when you're going to get that indicator. So I think that it's so important to instill certain practices and just whether it's having a scripture or a friend, there's just certain, it's important to have tools uh, readily accessible uh, to use whenever you may need it. I know for me, um, healing looked very ugly because it took me, not took me a while, but I was very resistant to the process. I just wanted to mm. feel how I wanted to feel. I just wanted to stay in bed. I just wanted to like cry. Whatever I wanted to do, I wanted to do in peace. But as I mentioned to you before, I didn't have that luxury. Well, <laughs> obviously like then it wasn't a luxury. But I remember one day I just kind of hit rock bottom and I'm thinking like, I need to punch something. But it's funny how the mind works because I'm like, I don't want to punch a wall because I'm definitely going to have to fix that later. But something got to break, right? Yes. So I like ran out my house and I went to my garage door. And when I tell you I was just punching away, like it felt so good in the moment. But when I looked down, like my hands were bleeding and it was bad. And that was like, a, okay, Candace, you, all right, this is where we are and it's not going away. So what are we going to do? We can't do this every day. So um, my step pops, he followed me out the house and he held me real tight and I just couldn't help but to scream. And the way he looked at me, which is which is what I, a look that I was getting from a lot of people around me, it was a look of, I just want to heal you. I just want to make you feel better. Like everybody had the same look in their eyes towards me. And I said, all right, I s- surrendered. And um, God is good because my mom got in touch with a great um, hand surgeon. My hand surgeon introduced me to my occupational therapist and my occupational therapist said, you know what? I have the perfect psychotherapist for you. And I was said, I just accepted it with open arms because I was kind of at my, I I was now I'm desperate and I'm like, there's nothing I'm doing that's helping. Now it's it's time, it's time. We gotta, we gotta get on this journey. And ever since then, I knew I wasn't ready for God. To be honest, I wasn't ready for the godly process. I just, I always knew God was in the present and in the midst based of what people were telling me. I had my sister come in um, to my room every day and she was like, Candace, um, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Like what God has in store for you, it's coming, it's coming. I wasn't there. So everybody's telling me all these wonderful things about what God has in store, but there was a block. I couldn't see that. I couldn't see that far. But I knew that I had to get my mind right so that my body will follow and then my heart would also follow and it would lead me to God. That's what I thought. 
So, um, yeah, with therapy, it started off three times a week. And it's it's interesting because sometimes, you know, you think that, okay, this is going to be very repetitive. Um, it might even be boring. I'm not going to have anything to say. But it's amazing how when you step into a therapy session with the right therapist, the layers is just layers. And it's why do you feel the guilt? Why do you feel the shame? Is that really on you? It's the challenges. It's the questions. And it's like now your mind is starting to like operate, right? You're starting to pick up a little momentum. Now you're going home and you're thinking. So it's just that that's kind of how it started. And I was committed. And literally, um, I think my therapist probably saw at least 50 of my family members and friends because he was 40 minutes away, but somebody was always like traveling with me. So it just became like, all right, this is a part of the process. Get that, get that mental strength. And it was a beautiful thing. It turned out to be a beautiful thing. And then slowly, you know, my mom and my parents and my families, they're like, all right, Candace, like, we think it's time for you to get back in church. And I'm like, nah, I'm not there yet. And after some time, my mom just started begging me. And she's like, Candace, you don't have to clap. You don't have to say amen. You don't even have to stand up. Just come. Just come to church with me. Just come to church with me. And this is my heart was soft. My heart was opening up. And little by little, every time I went into church, I felt like, the pastor was talking to Candace specifically, like, Candace, I have a word for you. Candace, I have a message for you. This is for you. This is for your friends. This is for the healing. This is what, you know, it was just like I was being nurtured, you know, and um, slowly but surely, I remember one day I heard a song. I wish I could tell you what it was, but um, I just stood up in worship. And that's when I said, oh, okay, so this is, it's happening. Like I'm, I'm healing. I'm starting to feel like myself again. So, you know, it, it wasn't pretty. It had its days where I'm going to be honest with you. I would just kind of think, I would be think harmful thoughts, Mm -hmm. but you know, thanks be to God. There was just so much love around me that those thoughts couldn't, they didn't have too much room to grow and to breathe. So those little seeds that were being planted in church and through my family and my friends who would just send an encouraging message. I have one friend who would just be like, hey, um, she lives in Georgia. And she would send my friend who lives around the corner from me, like, yo, go go check on Candace. And that friend will drop everything she's doing and she'll pull up on me like, oh, just, just making sure you're okay. Aww. And it's like, so even when you want to feel ugly, you want to be down, people are popping up on you and you have, you know, you have to show people that you're trying. You have to kind of faith it and fake it and then you make it and then you start becoming. And that's kind of, that's a, kind of how, what it looked like. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. You said a couple of things and I'm just going to say it. And what first, one of the first things that you said was something has to break. And I just got a revelation right away from that. However, mm-hmm. what actually broke was obviously your skin, you know, mm-hmm. but really and truly something really do have to break mm-hmm. to enter our recovery and healing journey. 
in order for us to be healed. So, Absolutely. Amen. And so I thank you for sharing that with us because you also touched on the importance of therapy. Many people run from therapy, mm-hmm. especially Christians, as you as mom said, it's time for you to get back in church, which tells me that you were in church once before. And so Christians as well need therapy. Absolutely. Therapy is a beautiful thing. And you also talked about how important it was and how committed you were. And that's another thing. We have people who begin therapy, but they don't continue it. And then they get frustrated and blame therapy, saying that therapy doesn't help. Mm-hmm. In order for therapy to help, we actually have to commit to therapy. Commit. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for you. You really had a few points that were just very powerful that we need to hear. And then you talked about how mom encouraged you to get back in church and she didn't pressure you, but she said, you don't have to stand up. You don't have to do anything. You can just come and sit down. That's how God deals with us. So I thank God for that spirit Mm -hmm. that mom has where God is not forcing you to do anything. You know, he, 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 he wants you to experience his love. And so he's going to invite you in, but he's not telling you to come in and jump up and down and bounce up on the walls and he's just telling you to enter and just enter that one step that one step can be the ultimate game changer yeah yes and so i just want to pause at this moment and just take this time for anyone that's watching you may have actually accepted christ in your heart already and you backslid it you have backslidden or you you may have heard about god but never accepted christ in your heart or you may have never heard about Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but you've heard of many other gods. And I just want to take this opportunity to tell you that Jesus Christ, he is he's amazing. He's faithful. He is caring. He's a good, good father. He is merciful. Mm-hmm. He is just waiting for as many as would to come unto him so that he can give us rest. That rest doesn't mean we won't have trouble in this world because there is trouble. But what it does mean is that when we do have trouble, he gives us the peace that surpasses mm-hmm. understanding. Amen. He gives us hope. He gives us healing. He gives us strength in the midst of our weaknesses. God comforts us when we're mourning. When you enter into the rest of God, you'll be sure to find something that trumps whatever it is that you're experiencing in the darkness of this world. And if you do want to accept Christ in your heart, I pray that you would take this moment to confess your sins unto God and to accept and acknowledge that Jesus Christ, he, he was born into this world and he came for all those, the scripture says, that would believe he died at least for all those that would believe and not only did he die but he rose again on the third day and when he rose scripture tells us he rose with resurrection power that power is the holy ghost and the holy spirit of god now dwells with those who truly Mm -hmm. have their hearts with god and believe in god and trust god and it is the holy spirit that leads us and guides us into all truth and so that is the process of getting with Christ Jesus. It is not scary. You may see some things in this world that goes against what God really presents for us. 
and in the name of God, but I apologize on that behalf. However, God is a beautiful, he is a beautiful father. Yes. And I pray you take this time to receive Christ in your heart. Thank you, Candace, for everything you just shared with us. Thank you. And I thank God that you just went and sat until that sitting turned into a getting up moment to worship. Oh, yes. Because something, like you said, had to break. Mm. Mm. And something did break. Glory to God. Amen. Yes. Okay. So we're moving forward. These these other questions, I'm sure they'll probably go a little differently quicker. But this question is actually uh, uh, more, yeah. So does forgiveness go hand in hand with healing and recovery? That's the question I want to ask. And then the next question will follow. So you can just answer that. Does forgiveness go hand in hand with healing and recovery? Um, forgiveness goes hand in hand with healing and recovery. And I say that because unforgiveness, you basically, you know, you have a, a hole in your heart. There's, it might be small, it might be big, mm. but can are you really mending? Are you really healing if, you know, you have a part of your body that's not being tended to? You know, it's, it, it, I don't think you are going to live a quality life. I don't think that you're going to live the life um, that God intends and live it abundantly with a hole in your heart. And, and I, think be, I think I say that because when we have those little seeds of unforgiveness, we know that that births malice, that births um, anger and bitterness. Yeah. And I don't think we could thrive with those, you know, you know, we just, with those fruit that we're not really thriving. Like we have to kind of, we have to prune um, ourselves of all those feelings and it's not easy. It's absolutely a journey, but it's, it's necessary. Definitely. I would, I would say forgiveness goes hand in hand. And what's interesting um, with that is I had a home girl here um, at my house very shortly after this entire tragedy happened mm -hmm. and um, my friend's mom right away said, you know, I forgive the person who offended us or, or, or our offender. I forgive them. And I turned to my homegirl and I'm like, damn, like I, if she forgives this person, like I definitely have to forgive this person. And she looked at me and she said, Candace, that, what if that's not your process? Like, what if that's just not where you are right now? She said, you have your experience and it, it's, it's very, it's probably similar, but it's not the same. You know, there's a different, there's two different perspectives. There's two different, just everything's different. You know, it's not to say one is easier, one is harder, but um, she just basically told me to allow myself to go through the process. And that's when I had to say, all right, God, like I can't play God. So I do have to fall back because truth is my mouth can say, oh, I forgive this person, but my heart knows better. My heart knows how I was really feeling. So, I mean, I think there's, I think there's power in claiming it, but you also have to be authentic with your process. So I think that it's important to acknowledge it. It's important to embrace that feeling of unforgiveness, but that's where we have to invite God in and say, you know what? I need you in this area because I know that this has to go in order for me to, to blossom and grow. Amen. 
thank you for sharing that because you also touched on um, identifying with the power of healing and forgiveness as it relates um, to recovery. You yourself, you actually um, touched on the next topic, which was, can you identify with the power of healing and forgiveness? And you stated it's hard. Mm-hmm. You were not at the place where um, the, the mother was. You were not at that place where she could say, I forgive. But I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not there. And that's okay. It is. And it is okay. And that's why it's good to have someone that you can express your heart with. Because mm-hmm. God heart, most people use their mouth to try to connect with God. But God is connecting with your heart. When you mm-hmm. tell them there yet, guess what? He's going to usher you there. But we have to get to that place where we're able to be honest with ourselves and with God. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. Understand the delay that you put yourself in when there. Right. Only go through the healing, but we also have to understand that before you can get to the healing, whatever decision you make can delay your process to be Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that's why I love the scripture. It's sometimes so bittersweet because in your toughest time you don't want to hear something like well the scripture says if you forgive your brother then I will forgive you and sometimes I have to use wisdom on when to say but sometimes you have to say it right away so people can wake up and understand like wow god forbid I hold on to unforgiveness in my heart what does that do with my soul god forbid something happens to me in the moment you know, God is saying, if you forgive, then I will forgive you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's a whole nother topic for another time. We we won't even get into that because <laughs> too much. <laughs> but we just want people to get this message and we, we we're soon to wrap up, but we're gonna take another break right now. I wanna say thank you for taking this time to share your heart with us as we are in the season of the heart matters, the matters of the heart and to be vulnerable. I thank God because I know only healing can display such vulnerability right now. So, yeah. So we, we went through a a bit about your life, how recovery, what it looks like in your life, forgiveness and identifying with the power of healing and forgiveness. Mm. And you definitely expressed to us that God does play a role in your journey. And you expressed how without us even asking that question. So we don't even need to go there. And um, just talking about recovery and taking the journey to heal. Can you explain to us the, the manifestation of healing in your life? Like today, what does the healing of God actually looks like today in your life. We talked about the journey. We talked about how it was a struggle and we talked about the different, you know, levels and where we're at, how everyone has their different time and season to forgive. And now I just wanted the listeners to hear what does it look like now? Cause we even talked about the beginning stage before we even had to talk about Mm. forgiveness and recovery that's a that's a great question I would have to say it looks like living on purpose Mm. um it looks like 
waking up every day and saying thank you for the sun thank you for the rain thank you for this breath that I'm, this air that i'm breathing um it's just a different energy there's an urgency um just to be around good vibes good people good energy you know god's love that it's like when you when you go through a journey and a process in which you have to be intentional you have to go through the mud you have to break right right you, you value everything around you that much more you value the people around you and I even find myself like so you know this is funny because I find myself now like Tuesday is my favorite day of the week because <laughs> I get to I get to do bible study with my girls you and all my sisters and you know we have our long after spot session and <laughs> I just realized that when you take the steps like God needs you because there's just so much around to focus on and it's it's great like I, I hang out with my friends I travel like it's just amazing I think that you live on purpose and you don't waste time with things that aren't for you um you try to I guess as I mentioned before like prune you know just things that don't deserve your energy your time your attention and I always think, you know, what would like Janelle and Melissa do? And I know that they would just push, like they would find a way to live their best life. And I'm, I think I'm at the point where I'm just, I'm, I'm, I feel free, you know, I felt freedom approaching, but I feel like the season has arrived and it's refreshing. It's, it's breathtaking. And I, I love it here. And I think that, you know, we talked about healing and how ugly it could be, but we just have to remember the things that are on the other side of it. There's joy, there's wholeness, there's life. You know what I mean? So that's where I am right now. I really feel refreshed. I was talking to my brother earlier and he was like, yo, where you at? Like, how you feeling? Like, what's going on? And I was like, bro, I feel like, I feel good. Thank you. I feel really good. And yeah. It's it's a process, but it's so worth it. I feel free. I can breathe. And I think at a point where I was being served because, you know, people were pouring into me, pouring into me. I feel like I'm at a point now where I can't wait to serve. Like I, I joined, I actually selected a church that I want to build with. Like I was in church, but I've like found the one. And I'm complete a membership. And a part of the process is finding out where you want to serve. And I was sharing that um, I wanted to be a part of a women's ministry because I want to be a part of a community that encourages each other within the Lord. I want to be in a community that, you know, we can like share our struggles. We can share like what we go through in a day to day, you know, mm. as, you know, just, just different things. I have so much that I want to kind of share and offer. And I, that's where I am now. You come to a place where you no longer are being served, but you're serving. Yes. I just want to say congratulations on every level. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Congratulations. You said that you felt freedom approaching, but now you're free. That is such a powerful statement. And you said it. it what it looks like is living on purpose. That is such a powerful statement. And, and you know, just 
finally finding a church home and in the process of membership and in a church home. This is amazing. God, I thank you for Candace's life and I thank you for what you've done, what you're doing and what you're going to do in Candace's life. I thank you for the purpose that's prevailed in her life and the purpose that you are now taking her into in this season. And you, you said, Candace, that you, you feel, you feel ready to serve. So God, I'm asking that you give her the provision Amen. in the name of Jesus, Amen. Give her the courage, the wisdom, the knowledge and the understanding and the strength to serve in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ and to edify the body of Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. We receive it. We receive it. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So if you had one scripture that played a major role in your, your journey of healing, can you identify? Can you share that with us? Oh, boy. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) one all right all right let me ask you a question mm-hmm. okay like because there's you know how different seasons there's different scriptures that speak to your heart or speak to your sorrow or speak to your joy oh. what 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 which one would you like me to share okay wow let's do four we're gonna we're gonna share one that spoke to your sorrow oh okay okay so Psalm 13. Okay. And, oh, yeah, go yep, I'm going to read it. Um, it reads, how long, O Lord? How long will you forget me? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul in me? How, how long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted to bear me? Mm. That, that I'm going to stop there, but that was basically like, God, how long? Like, one, why? And then how, how long am I going to have to wrestle with these thoughts? Wow. So, Thank you for sharing that. I can, I can imagine that he may have been silent in the moment of the sorrow, but then he he came through with the next scripture that we're going to go to with the, the scripture of joy, because this, the, the Bible tells us that um, he shall, he shall give us um, uh, the Bible says that God shall give us the spirit of the, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Ooh, that's, that's, is that like Psalm 30? Cause I have, so Psalm 30 is um, you've turned my morning into joyful dancing you have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. And I love that because I was actually reading that before I felt like real, real joy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for like my clothes of mourning and sadness and despair to be jo- uh, clothes of dancing and praise and joy like that's what I was like looking forward to. And I look back like, yeah, okay, God, like you deliver. Okay. Like you deliver. So, wow. yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And you know, since you, I, I don't want to like drag it out. So if you, if you have any other scripture that's on your heart, that plays a role in just that wholeness that you're feeling right now, because 
those are two beautiful scripture. It talks about the sorrow, which shows us that we are going to go through sorrow in life. But then it shows us that while we go through sorrow, God is ready to give us beauty of joy. Oh, yes. So I I will share this last one. And this is to this actually got me through some really difficult times. And I love it because I think it will no matter where you are in life, you know, whether you're in your season of joyfulness, whether you're a season of um, confusion or sadness, despair, I don't think it matters. But um, Philippians 4, 8. It tells us to fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think on these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And that for me is beautiful because it, we just talked about the power of the mind, right? Yes. So, you know, it's, it's what you want to, it's like focusing, like let's refocus on all these beautiful things that, are going to build you up. I just love it because it reminds me when I think about the scripture, it reminds me of my friends because it's like, they're all those things. So it's just like, okay, like it kind of just fits like you're beautiful, you're pure, you're admirable, you're you're honest. And it's like, when we think about those things, it kind of, it changes our position. It changes our posture. Yeah. So that's something that I was like, kind of like, yeah, this is going to be, this is, this is becoming a favorite. I need to constantly just like, this is it. This is the one. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. I actually, that is one of my uh, favorite scriptures in the Bible in Philippians chapter four. And I just want to just, just go over it again. There's so many different versions of it. Mm -hmm. Chapter four says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let oh, your yeah. Made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all, all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Jesus, right? And I like how we start off with talking about the mind and we're ending off with the mind. And it says to meditate on these things. Finally, brethren, whatever things. Let me just go to the next page because I'm trying to read this actual version. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and virtue means power, guys, Mm -hmm. any virtue, and if there be any praiseworthy, Mm -hmm. think on these things. Think on these things. Yes. Think on these things. Wow. Think on these things. And as you think it, it we're not saying, hey, bounce up right away, bounce back no. right away, healed right away. No, like we talked about the woman with the issue of blood, she didn't get healed right away, but she did get healed suddenly when she was ready to receive and she became whole in that moment. Just think on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in Christ. These things you do, such as scripture says, the word of God and the God of peace will be with you. So these are these are the conditions. If you think on these things, then the God of peace shall be with you. Can you say that P word one more time? The God of peace. Okay. That's exact. The God of peace. Man. <laughs> that word. That word is gold. Okay. 
that word is gold. People don't understand. It'll take us. I can't imagine the all those authors of the Bible and how they took their time to write that because I feel like our stories alone would be like at least maybe 10 Bibles in itself. People don't understand the Bible really is compact. There's more to these scriptures. It's just that we got we got privilege and honor to even have a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our lives, when you get connected with God, it is just beautiful because the miracles, they flow every day, every moment you breathe, every encounter you have, as long as you think on the things of God, he's always with you. He's always moving and flowing and breathing in our nostrils. He's just amazing. God, I love you. Yes. Lord. So, as we wrap up this night, this podcast topic if there's some words any words that you can share with the world so both saved and unsaved about just taking time to rid their hearts of any bitterness resentment unforgiveness so on and so forth so that they can receive and Mm. um, their recovery or so that they can be healed recovered and made whole what is it that you would say i would say um Whatever you're feeling, whether it be pain, whether it be um, confusion, whatever whatever you're feeling, whatever your feeling is, um, it's a resource and it's an indication. And that alone is a beautiful thing when you could be indicated that something isn't right. Um, you know, I think pay attention to it and don't run from it, but learn to embrace it and acknowledge it, Right. And I think that once you acknowledge it, allow yourself to fail and heal. But um, I think there comes a point where you have to train your mind to focus less on what you've lost or what you feel like you're missing out on and just take inventory of everything that's around you, everything that you could see, anything that you could smell or feel, take inventory of those things and just know whatever's left behind, you can use it. Um, and if you know develop thankfulness and I feel like nothing will be wasted if you keep that keep that in mind amen thank you so much and if you could share with the crowd anything that's on your heart about Christ Jesus what would you share with them I would say um, Christ is love Um, for me Christ saved me and I think that there's just I've had not, I hadn't had any better love than this. And I'm just going to say God is, God is just so good. God has been good and God will always be good. So I'm just thankful. I'm thankful to, to God and I'm, I'm thankful to Jesus just for, for this even moment, for this very moment where we could share our story and our experiences and just look to the word and, and find so much hope every time. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, sis. I love you so, so much. I love you so, so much more. <laughs> uh, don't start. Because you know I love you more than that. <laughs> so, guys, I pray that you because me and Candace, we're not going to have this war, this love war. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it will never end. Um, <laughs> we we hope that you were blessed um, by the message of hope, of restoration, of recovery, of healing, of forgiveness, and of God, Jesus Christ. And 
we pray that you can share this message with as many people, any friends, any anyone, clients, uh, relatives, uh, just any associates that you believe that this message would bless. Don't rob them of a blessing that they can receive tonight. Please don't rob them. Amen. And we just want to pray that even now in the mighty name of Jesus, that your hearts and your mind would would enter a place of Christ Jesus before it's too late, that you would get to the place where you would finally say, God, here I am. I'm ready to receive of you. I'm ready to let go of my past. I'm ready to let go of my pain. I'm ready to let go of anything, any bitterness, any sinful places in my life, any resentment, any place of unforgiveness i'm i'm just ready lord god to receive of you i'm ready to experience that joy that candace talked about i'm ready to be free i'm ready not to know about freedom or sense the approaching of freedom but i am ready to be free in the mighty name of jesus i'm ready to experience that resurrection power of the holy spirit that was discussed on tonight god i am ready to walk with jesus christ i am ready to accept jesus christ in my heart because i do acknowledge that he is our savior he is our redeemer he did die on the cross for us so that we no longer have to be bounded by sin god i am ready i come before you as humble as i know how mm -hmm. To receive my heart, receive my thoughts, receive everything of me, Lord God, and give me everything of you now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you. I pray that someone heard that prayer and that they would repeat it even now unto you, Lord God. I pray that you would touch their heart. I pray that you would search for them, search for your children in the season, Lord God, and find them, and then search their hearts, Lord God, and anything in their hearts that is not like you, God, I'm asking that you would dig it up, uproot it, send it back to sender in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, and that you would lead them into all truth, Lord God, because mm -hmm. Jesus Christ Nazareth, Nazareth, he is truth, he is the way, the truth, and the life, Lord God, I thank you, I praise you, Thank you for Candace's life, Lord God. I thank you for the lives of those that are listening. I thank you, Lord God, that you've given Candace courage, that you've given her peace that passes all understanding, that you've given her strength in her weakness, Lord God, that you comforted her and that you've even allowed her to open up her mouth. You declared in your word, Lord God, that if we the the the, the healing, our healing healing is your children's bread you declared it in your word lord mm -hmm. god that we would overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony so i thank you god that she is healed she has overcome lord god because she is able to now share a testimony that someone else lord god can take and run with so that they can receive their healing in the name of jesus god Name, the name of Jesus that is above all name. We cancel right now the name of Jesus, every spirit of retaliation, Lord God, that would try to follow after this broadcast and podcast. And we speak peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding in no other name, but the name of Jesus Christ, God. We thank you for it is already done. It is sealed, Lord God, in the blood, through the blood, and with the blood of Jesus Christ now and forevermore. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 And amen. so... Before we wrap it up, guys, I just want to let you guys know that Candace and I have been friends for over 20 plus years. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yes. For a little over 20 plus years. And however, 
hint hint Candace was that friend I always wanted to be friends uh, friends with I always wanted to be her friend like more like actually have uh, that with her we were more like the friends on the go type of friend but we thank God for keeping the connection look because- at us look at us today <laughs> she look said what I wanted then God has a way of doing things I'm glad he didn't do it then but he did it now oh you're the best this wasn't something that I even asked for in my adult age it's what I asked for when I was a child (laughs) so so I didn't have to try not not your time not your time not my time right so I didn't try to belong um a friend of Candace we became friends naturally I think for us it was the most natural connection that you you know you could ask for and so I, I i bless god for this friendship and yeah i didn't you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put her out there on well well can i put you out there real quick i just want to i just want to lift you up real quick because um we were friends on the go and thank god for our present energy and spirits because you know we always smiled and laughed with each other mm-hmm. um even in high school you know but um, I thank you because you were one of those people who just, you were obedient. And whatever God told you to do, only you and God knows. But you literally, you know, we were a part of the process of pulling me out the mud. And, and you would pray for me even when I just didn't even want to be on the phone. You would continue to say, Candace, can I pray for you? That beautiful song that you made for Janelle and Melissa and Miss Vanderhall, you know, and myself there were just things you were doing that you didn't have to do. And I just want to honor you in those things. And thank you for being obedient because you are a huge part of my spiritual growth. And yeah, I tell, I tell all my friends about you, like, yo, like, yeah, we're, we're growing and it feels good. It feels good to be around people that, you know, you can grow with spiritually and laugh with and even share real stuff with, like, you know, just all of that. So you're amazing. And I'm thankful for you. Amen. And I do bless God and give God all the glory for all of what you just mentioned. I thank God because it was only God. (laughs) I don't even know how I was even available for you in that season. So I know that was only God. And so we thank God for his doing, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we're going to do the after party now. Guys, it is we're wrapping this up. Um, are there any announcements that you have, Candace? Any any books or any any friends? Girl, what? I'm end the show. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, not right now, but you know, we'll 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 God will do what God does. Okay. Yep. Exactly. That's that. Thank and you. I, I don't really have any announcements at this moment. Oh, okay. If you're in the Okeechobee area <laughs> in Florida, we are having a hosting a community event at Hope Church location. Let me just pull up the address for you because if you are listening to this, I do have some listeners in in Okeechobee. So the address the the event is January twenty second, which is on Saturday. The time is at 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And the address is 1109 Southeast 7th Street, Okeechobee, Florida, 34974. Um, for more information, you can dial 786-482-1117 or 
347-607-4886. Please don't call with any marketing matters. This is just for the community event. Thank you so much for your time. We love you. God bless you.